This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Someone's still gonna win, and it might be we got if 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 just I know the field, you know just about half the field is playing badly. You know, with golf, you can easily say, "Oh, the course must be hard." They're all playing bad. You know what I mean? It all kind of comes back to earth a little bit. Sergio has been like, "Ah, I can't wait to leave this place." That's right. It's Tuesday, everybody. And we are here. We are here at a new location here on Fantasy Sports Corp. Uh, huge shout out to the guys over there, Fantasy Sports Corporation. We are so excited to be bringing our show to their airwaves here on YouTube. So make sure you catch us here every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock to kick off what should be a nice couple hours here at golf if you want to stick around after there is uh, some more golf programs after us. But we got you started here at 8. We're bringing the bang. We're bringing the news. We are bringing the advice and we're ready but are you are you ready are you as happy as i am to be here teeing up tuesdays officially on the map i heard in the locker room they might be calling this tea time but at the same at the (laughs) at the same time we um are what's what's going on i'm still stuck on bringing the bang where did that come in that wasn't in the show rundown that wasn't in the (laughs) pregame script if you're gonna come throwing haymakers out of left field like bring the bang (laughs) we got we got to be talking about these things beforehand bringing that was that bang. was one of those where like i just started talking and that was the adjective or the verb or whatever you want to call it that just came out of didn't my say, mouth didn't say i lo- <laughs> didn't say i hated didn't say i loved it i said i'm i was overwhelmed by it i'm doing phenomenal man we're really excited to be here on fantasy sports corp um i think it's exciting times to to be in golf in general if you think about where we are in the game everything that's going on around us um What's his face? Dan Rapp over at bar over at Barstool. Yeah, he put it. He put it pretty good. He was like, "We're in a good space." We meaning golf. 
uh, right. He was talking about that in the context that PGA tour is kind of taking the lead on live uh, with the narrative and, and they're right. And live has an opportunity this week to maybe say, here it is, you know, first one out of the gate, here we are, here's our new product. If you've been following them on Insta, Insta media or anywhere else, or if you subscribe to their emails, you've been knowing, Hey, here are our teams. Here's the new captains. Um, shouts to our boy, Hudson Swafford. He's out four to six months with a, with a hip injury. He's going to have to have oh, surgery, man. but I was so curious. All right. Who's on the range goats. I like that name. It's fun. You know, a little homage to the old university of Georgia mascot, which was a goat before it was a bulldog. And you got Bubba Watson as the captain. So I clicked on teams, like the teams link when I went to live.com or whatever their website yeah. is. And yeah, got, I got, a, a, earlier. <laughs> I, I got a 404 error. This is their website. This is a global product. This is like launch week. You said it was this up for, for first... like a, that error was up for a while too, wasn't it? You said we're gonna. I mean, do you want to? What's going on here? I'm gonna refresh because this has been bugging me for. And I sent them a little <laughs> note because you know we go way back. No, I was just like, hey man, in case y'all wanted to know your your things down. And let's see, teams. If you go, no, just go to even Google their Google results. Players 404 page not. Is this a high school experiment? I mean, no disrespect, <laughs> but no, I'm serious. This is, and this is going on right now for a couple hours where there was a little disrespect in that comment. Just uh, there's just a lot it. of disrespect, but it's also, <laughs> it's also earned because it goes deeper to their whole thing about nobody takes us seriously. We're, no, you've got great golfers. Yeah. Unfortunately, you've got, I'm not going to, I don't want to throw any ad hominem attacks. I don't know the actual people <laughs> over there, but whatever's going on here. I mean, this, I work for a, my future former nine to five small nonprofit. I would have gotten pinged earlier than this. To say, dude, oh, yeah. fix the site, pull the page, do something. So I hope they get it up and running because it is an exciting week for golf. We're coming off an exciting couple weeks for golf. You know, we had the Super Bowl that was right next to the waste management, and you had John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler going back to you know back and forth, yeah. and then Rahm just carries it right through this week to uh, to Riviera. Him and Max Homa, people are crying in their pressers. They're talking about family, how much this all means, all on the heels of full swing. Uh, on Ooh. Netflix. And so it, it it's peaking. And what's funny is it's carrying on into this week. Sneaky good storyline yeah. for the Honda because we are going to lead off to this week. We're going to front load with Honda. Uh, yes. Okay. I was about to make a baby bot, baby got back reference, but we're going to front load the Honda uh, to get that out of the way. Cause let's be honest. I, we got, we haven't talked since full swing. There was a couple of texts throughout the last week. A couple. Um, I binged that thing in like two days and I think I was lighting your phone up the whole time I was watching it. Right, I had to space it out over the course of the week because I too too early to be taking digs at the single guy. But uh, well, more than once, there were tears involved in these text messages, and I get it, man. The feels were there. There was so, so many good storylines in that in that documentary. It was fantastic. And if, the, it, if they're doing season two right now and they just haven't announced it, or if there's some sort of wink, wink, nod, nod, everybody, you know, if you've got a camera, here's our number, kind of deal. Mm. They they also could have done that. Here's the product, and now they'll just crowdsource. You know, if we can have an agreement with the PGA Tour to get some actual footage, uh, everybody else will just hand us their cell phone footage. It's Netflix. <laughs> but one of the key one of the key storylines this week is a guy named Marcus Bird. And if you go back to the Tory Pines round one earlier this year, the Farmers, while the PGA Tour was finishing up on, uh, I'm going to butcher the North Course, North South. I I forget because we're going to LA North here for the U.S. Open, but. 
I want to say that when Tory was they were wrapping up on the South Course, the APGA Tour, the Advocates PGA Tour, this thing that's been around for a couple of decades now, that uh, that's an entity designed to promote, provide resources, provide opportunity, provide transition for minority golfers to become professional golfers, kind of gateway pathway, if you will, um, to kind of help level out the game there. And what he Marcus Bird won the farmers out there because when we were doing the farmers, they were doing the farmers. And part of that was an exemption into this week's Honda. Honda said, we're going to take the winner of that tournament. We're going to give him. But what people are forgetting is he also got the Charlie Sifford scholarship exemption nomination from Tiger at his tournament. So yep. Marcus Bird having a big couple of weeks. And if you look the kid up, you're going to love him. Uh, when people are asking about expectations and stuff, he's like, man, this is what I'm here for, but I'm here to be a sponge. I'm here just to kind of soak it all in, take it up, you know, see what it takes to be out here. Because if you did tune into full swing at all, it wasn't a golf show. And how you know that is because they repeated 57,000 fucking times what the cut was, what a par was. Oh, my God, yeah. I, I understood why they did it, but I was like, okay, I don't remember what I'm watching here. I right because let's be honest that was not designed for you and you and me no. and other like uber golf nerds there were no surprises there i mean st- tournaments were out of order uh yeah. but there were oh, we got to see the and same tournament like three times from three different perspectives i thought it was so Which cool, was cool though because it's also we were coming from our position and yeah. how everything wrapped up so we'll get into that in a little bit here later but uh first things first thank you so much once again to fantasy sports court for letting us crash even if only for a night, we'll see how it goes. And as even, always, even if as always, I sip my wine awkwardly, we'll we'll let that slide. Do you have your pinky <laughs> out? That's all I want to know. Which I'm not. No, again, well, no judgment. It just looks a little more refined there. What are you sip? <laughs> what are you drinking? What is that wine? You know what? I didn't even look at the bottle. It's a random one that I've never had before. It's all right. It'll do. You feel? You feeling okay? Oh, I'm fine. It's my first glass. I didn't oh. mean drunk. I meant emotionally. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> and thank you to Piper well, Golf. Why do you think I hang out with National. you every Tuesday night? No, the answer is no. I don't feel okay. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. So people might be going, "What the fuck's this show all about?" We're not oh, fantasy yeah. experts. We are experts <clears throat> in life. Uh, we're not going to make you better, but we will make you more whole. Yes. Now we, we will like bring to you fantasize we'll, we'll, about things from time to time, but that's okay. We'll keep that inside. We talked about this before the show. <laughs> But what you will walk away with is maybe a take, an angle, a question, or you know, an aha moment. Because again, going back to the full swing thing, this this game is layered. And when you when yes. you got 150 some odd people teeing it up, I don't care how many <clears throat> mathematical models you have. If it was that simple, then somebody would have figured it out by now. So while we do want to bring our own perspective and expertise mm-hmm. of sorts, me being a seasoned golf, uh, I would say stick to borrow another term and you being kind of a noob to the game, but definitely an old soul and a very, very smart yes. fantasy guy. If you're a football person, look him up too. That's probably actually why you're here is, you know, through that the real Mr. Duck, but Mr. weekend, weekend, weekend and week out, we will take you through whatever's going on in the golf world. Yes. And of course the center of that universe as usual is the PGA tour this week. Uh, but what's funny is we've got this invasion. We've got the, I, they're not off my shit list until it's refreshed. Until you refresh and that error is gone. It's, I mean, that's amateur hour stuff. I'm dead serious. Is, this is, is some archive. This well, is like, some you, and like you said, especially page. on the week that you're that you literally are putting everywhere about your new teams and all uh, you're, you're pushing this narrative. And Greg Norman comes out uh, either yesterday or the day before, as he always does, talking about how they've they've single handedly changed golf and, and all no. this jazz. Like, what well, you know what? We'll we'll get we'll get there because me and you, we'll we'll talk 
for we'll go on and on forever about this. We'll bleed into other Where things. Where are we this week? Start let's with- quickly get to the Honda Classic. Let's get our picks in. Let's talk about our key stats, and then we're going to roll it back into all of our nonsense thoughts that maybe some people will agree with us on. We'll see. But, yeah, we're at <coughs> – sorry about that. We are at the Honda Classic this week. Uh, coming off of – sorry, did I cough again? Sorry about that again. We're coming off of obviously a fantastic week at the Genesis uh, Genesis Invitational. Um, first and foremost, uh, Tigers tournament. Tigers showed up, uh, played great, really, except for that last round. But I'm not surprised. For the most part, he looked good moving around. I think that's what everybody was watching for. Yes, he had a slight limp, but honestly, I couldn't tell if it was a, if he was limping because he had to, or if he was just kind of favoring to. Oh, we got four with us to make it last we got, longer. We got four days of Tiger, and he proved once again that he is the needle. And yeah. he also kind of sent the signal of, you know, you'll see me here, you'll see me at the majors. Uh, and then outside of that, he's like, we're going to have to take it. I mean, we, we might never yes. see him play a players again. Uh, he might, I, I would yeah. be, I bet he will do as much as these guys say they won't, he'll do a, a kind of uh, farewell tour at some point, even if he's doing it subconsciously, because he's got to play yeah. Bay Hill again. He's got to he's got to go well, play Tory again. He's got. Well, play think about it. What he just he what he just did at St Andrews. I mean, this past year St Andrews, that was basically his farewell to St Andrews. Um, so I mean, I, to an extent, look some of these courses I mean, that you look at these guys already. And all it takes is a spark. All it takes is one little spark. Look at Brady. We really did. I mean, how many times Max Kellerman? How many times did we did we wash up Brady? And here mm-hmm. he is. And there's still those things floating around. Like, is he coming back? No. Yeah. So now he's having retirement parties. So I think it's legit this time. Well, once a, Bill Belichick came out on and publicly and spoke nicely about him, that's when I was like, oh shit, no, he really. Yeah, is. honestly, whenever he, whenever he went on Brady's uh, podcast, yeah. that that was the switch for me. I, I knew Tom, it was done. Tom's back. Good. Tom's back to being Tom to him. He's no longer number yeah. twelve on on Tampa. So, <clears throat> all right. Anyway, I'm sorry, I ran us right off there because we are. No, the no that's fine. That's fine. Let's let's get into the Honda because look, my uh, <clears throat> I am. Uh, I know if you listened last week. I said I was getting off the strokes game putting for a week. That resulted in me only getting a four of six lineup against Bud's five of six lineup. He did uh, beat me this week by roughly like, I think it was like 43 points. Uh, so I think with the, I got to update the totals here, but I believe that puts us just about even like within a few points close, of each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're for the season total, we are just about lined up with each other even there. Uh, so congratulations to Bud this week for uh, having a nice lineup. He had some nice uh, top end finishes there. So good calls there, but um, so I am going to go back to the putting as being part of my key stats this week, along with ball striking and approach. Um, and I'm also going to throw in there for this week, uh, approach shots 175 to 200 and par fours 450 to 500. Uh, this it's a, it's a longer course than, uh, than last week. We got some long approach shots. Um, the rough's not going to be as, uh, detrimental as we saw at Riviera, uh, that definitely lived up to the hype. I am surprised uh, Rom and Homa were able to go as low as they did. Uh, but for the most part, it, it kind of played out the way we expected it to play out at Riv. So that's what I'm looking at for the Honda. What uh, Do you kind of line up with the key stats or do you uh, are you going a different direction completely? No, I think you're, I think you're an idiot. No, I, 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 think, right. you're a too, I think you're a little <laughs> too complex for my flavor, but I do agree yes. with you on the par fours. We're talking about uh, PGA national – the champion course. There's five courses down at the PGA complex down there in South Florida. And this is the one that they saved for the Honda. 
it was redone a couple of years back with Jack adding the bear trap, right? Uh, yes. We got two par threes in the back nine that hug a par four. They're all, they're all hugging water the whole time. It's a real true test for a champion's finish. And that's what it was designed to be. Um, Jack does it better than anybody. And we'll, we'll see how Tiger's body of work uh, comes out. He's doing like an 8,000 plus yards joint out West. So PGA national down there, it's 7,000 yards plus, but there's only two par fives. And so like you're saying, par fours are going to be at a premium, but you go up and down that scorecard and you've got enough in the 300 yard range that they're going to either, either be cutting corners or having good angles. So I just did strokes game par four. Uh, yep. strokes gained par four strokes gained par four uh, strokes gained ball striking again that that combining off the tee and approach stat and then birdies are better gained so mm-hmm. how many how many times how many times are these folks converting when they do get up there so who gets hot on the weekend at the right moment uh, is going to be is going to be key and you look at the you look at the 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 field and no disrespect but this is what happens when you raise the bar everywhere else yeah um Nope, not going to live yet. I was about to start nope, talking no, about some shit. We'll get there. There's some great live crossover. But anyways, back to PGA National. It it is it, it is a real it is a real bear of a test, no pun intended. So even though, like you said, the rough's not going to be too tough in South Florida this time of year, if the wind picks up at all, and or they just want to put on a show and get that get those greens, you know, real real fast. Remember, these guys have been out west for the most part. So this is going to be our first you know our first transition back to the East Coast. Where yeah. don't be surprised if somebody who you've never heard you know. Joe shit. The rag man comes out of nowhere, posts a low number to change it's, his life because they've been doing nothing but prepping for this Florida swing. Yeah. Is that kind of week this week? When, when I looked into my research, uh, there's a ton of value this week. I think when I look at my top 10 and my model, um, there's, I can tell you my entire five, my entire top six actually are actually all under AK this week. So there's some massive value. I couldn't pick just one guy in the 7K range. You're going to find that out as we get to our picks here in just a second. But, uh, yeah, this could definitely be a weekend look. Now that John Rahm is actually taking a week off of the field for once, feels like it's uh, wide open again uh, for the first time in a few weeks here because John Rahm has just been uh, doing whatever he wants. It's He's on cheat mode right now. I mean, if, yeah. he want, if, he, if he just wanted to show up tomorrow and tee it up there at the Pro-Am, and then he'd probably win that too. <clears throat> I – I'm not going that deep. I really got distracted by live and full swing and all the other shit going on and the pageantry at risk. To it, man. Tigers, Tigers tournament's going to hold a special place moving forward. You heard John Rahm mention that he yes. goes, man, I've won the tournament hosted by Jack and tiger. He's like, it's pretty, it's pretty freaking cool. Sure. Is. Uh, there, there was a, there was a little chirp from one of our buddies, Thomas Peters, who ended up jumping <laughs> over to live and he was pissed yeah. off about not getting in. And the only thing I have to say about that is buck up, dude. Like, Look, do your homework. He didn't qualify. He was like, oh, 34th ranked in the world, but I couldn't get an invitation. No, because that's not what it's based on. It's based yeah, on they're looking for the, they're looking for ta- there's, uh, looking there's for different levels. There, yeah, there's well, well, there's different levels. <clears throat> Thomas Peters is Peters. I'm going to say that whether it's right or wrong. I've always just he, called him Peters, honestly. Don't rant, don't rant on my fucking parade. <laughs> Thomas Peters is a global brand, though. That's the thing. Sure. He, he he's why he's why they're gone. But anyway, I did I, I did identify, you know, we 10k, 9k, 8k if you have to. And mm-hmm. 10k they made it easy. Shane Lowry yeah. or Sung J M. Shane Lowry's hotter than than Sung J right now. Yep. Um <laughs> Sung J's so hot right now. No, Shane Lowry in the 10k range if you need to. He's coming off, you know, I think what a T14 or T4. Yeah, T14 at, at the Genesis. So yep. after not doing much, and I was actually talking shit about him. People are, I'm like, eh. 
Oh, your mic is uh your mic is cutting out there. You're on mute. For, I don't know what's going on with your mic there, bud. Yeah, yeah, your mic is uh it looks like it disappeared from your mouth. There we go. Okay. Man. <laughs> but yeah, Sung Jae yeah, he was uh he had a nice uh, nice performance this past week. I believe is what you were trying to say. That's where I was going with it, but okay. I wasn't going to finish there. Thanks for bailing me out. What do you That's got in the nine k and the ten k? Who you got from the ten k range? And then tell me sure. your nine k love. So I'm with you, Shane Lowry over Sungjae in the ten k range. Just uh, I think Shane Lowry is playing just as good as Sungjae, but he's uh, slightly less money. Uh, there's only two of them up in the ten k range, and uh, Shane Lowry is also looking to be about three to four percent less owned as well. Uh, so when I'm paying up that high, I want to find that edge, especially when there's only two guys up that high. So Shane Lowry for me in the 9K range, and then when it comes uh, – 10K range, I'm sorry. And then when it comes to the 9K range, I'm looking at uh, Thomas Dietrich. Detri Dietrich, I think it's Dietrich, though. Um, we've said his name here before in recent weeks, uh, but Thomas Dietrich makes uh, my short list this week. Um, he is – I just lost him. Where did he go? I apologize. There we go. Uh, oh, no, you get it. He's like 9,000. Yeah, 9,000. He comes in 17th in my model, projected ownership around 15, 16%. So a little bit high on the ownership. Uh, but look, he's he's had a good run here. He's made his last, he's made the cut and finished top 40 his last five events. Uh, he doesn't have a tournament history here. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But uh, he's been playing in all the key stats. So right, we need to. He's top five in the par fours uh, from that 450 to 500 range. He's a middle of the road approach guy, but he's a above average putter. So uh, Thomas Dietrich is a guy that, um, that I'm looking at in the 9K range. And then real fast, a question here from uh, Super Friends Sports Network. Uh, we play on DraftKings ourselves. It's where I've always played. Um, it's what I, I, I like the – I'm more used to the pricing on DraftKings. I've played a little bit on FanDuel. Um, I'm just more used to – the, the subtle differences between the two, but for me, uh, DK is where it's at. And uh, you can also get over to Belly Up, uh, get the promo code off the Belly Up Fantasy Sports website, uh, if you are not already a member over at DraftKings, use that promo code and get a dis, uh, some free money basically in your account. So go check that out over at fantasy, uh, bellyupfantasysports.com. Free shit's good shit. And um, yes. I have not I have not partaken fan duel for golf. I've, I, I'm in a fan duel football league, and you know I guess it's just what you're used to. But I sure. will say. <laughs> I will say that uh, the the DK DK seems to be be the leader in the clubhouse when it comes to fantasy golf. Pun fully intended. Nine K yes. range. I'm going to shock you a little bit. First of okay. all, Min Woo Lee does not he doesn't rank out for shit in these models, but that's because he's a glo- he's not he's an Aussie and he's been and he's been lighting it up elsewhere. So yep. keep an eye keep an eye on him. But if you want to lean on if you want to lean on the data. Then I would say I would say Matt Kuchar is a, is a name to keep an eye on because of, for a few reasons. A, I think this tournament is primed for either a, a hot up and comer or a seasoned vet. Like Zach Johnson's the kind of guy who I could see coming out here and just sure. very very mechanically and soberly like <laughs> executing his way around and not getting rattled because it's kind of like who cares? I've been there, done that. And Matt and Matt Kuchar's coming off a top ten finish at the Genesis and a T thirty two at the Waste Management, so. When when yeah. you got experience riding that kind of that kind of momentum, I'd say lean into it if you if you can. It was nice to see Cooch at the, the near the top of the leaderboard again this week. He's a guy that I've always liked. I'll always like to watch him play, and I've just appreciated his uh, kind of the way he carries himself on tour. So definitely nice to see Cooch doing well again. So I don't hate that. I do agree that it feels like it's going to be one of the other seasoned veteran, a savvy amateur this week, or not amateur, but a, a younger up and comer. Fun fact: My sister was in his sister's wedding. <clears throat> oh, you will have weird, strange connections everywhere. On, onion. <coughs> onion. 
onion. But in uh, Super Friends Sport Network, uh, this bottle, uh, glass of wine right here is about as uh, sophisticated as we get. I know I am sophisticated over on TSS Fantasy. Uh, well, on on the show there. Are you but, like uh, known for? Are you known for sipping red wine while giving fantasy updates? I think it's becoming a thing. It's not something I've tried to push, but I think I've done it enough now. And because I got sophistication station with uh, uh, Jason show over there with TSS, that uh, yeah, it kind of seems like it might be becoming a thing. So look, I'll I like it. it. So I mean, it's kind of why I was uh, going with the Mister Mallet. I kind of wanted to to play that up a little bit. So I guess it's working. Mallard, is there a is there a duck reference? I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not. Privy my to. whole life, people have mistaken my last name Leduc, said it Leduc. I've always been called some sort of duck nickname because of that. Uh, so I, I didn't want so to be called Mister Duck. Is your last though. name is your last name Mallard or Leduc? No, my last name is Leduc. See right here on the screen, it says oh. Andrew Leduc. Hey, go fuck yourself. My name is Michael. It says Duck. <laughs> no, I, I, I for in, so in my phone, it's Andrew Mallard because is it really? I thought. Yes, I thought Leduc was some sort of like wink, wink, nod, nod, homage to French heritage or some shit. It's like, yeah, oh, no, that's the, the real deal right there. The mallet is the wink, wink, nod, nod, poor joke. Kind God, of no, not. Nod. <laughs> let's 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 remind ourselves. Don't take my level of understanding of others' humor as any kind of litmus test for whether Fair or not enough. it was actually funny. Other people, I'm sure, got it a lot quicker. Let's be honest. Just not enough RAM or bandwidth up here. Eight <laughs> K, because I got yeah, it. Yeah, Come on, Johnny Vegas, all day long. The oh, guy's a okay, cut. I'm glad you. I'm glad you went him because I almost did. He's a cut. He's a cut maker. He's a, he's yeah. he's a coocher. He's a coocher light. When you look at this field of like mm-hmm. every year, and I feel like the waste management was a spot that he usually kind of rose up to the top. But as that field gets stronger and stronger, journeymen and like like Vegas are going to be kind of <laughs> not relegated. But relegated to the Hondas and the John Deere's and the Barbosas, not Barbosas, the Barbasols with Barracudas, yeah. and Barbosa. Barbosa. Right, no, I'm glad AK, you you like? I was I was back and forth between Vegas and our boy from last year making his first appearance on the show this year. Mr. Adam Svensson uh, is going to be back in my lineup this week. Uh, mainly he had a, a, a quiet showing this week and quiet as and I mean, he finished top 10 at the Genesis at T9 uh, and no one really talked much about him. You didn't hear much about him on the broadcast. Uh, so Adam Svensson, I like this week. He also finished ninth here last year. Uh, so we're going to we're going to start the Svensson train early this year right here with the Honda Classic for me in the 8K range. And then 7K, okay, this is where things get crazy for me because I couldn't decide. Um, uh, so I'm going to give one. I'm going to see who you give, and then I'll I'll see if I want to say one more. Uh, but my top pick in the 7K range is going to be Lee Hodges this week. Um, there's a Like I said, in the 7K range, there's, there's a lot of juice, a lot of uh, value you can get here. But Lee Hodges for me, uh, he finished T18th last week, uh, finished T9 here last year. Uh, ranks out top 20 in the par fours and approaches and in ball striking. So uh, give me Lee Hodges ranks out uh, fifth in my model this week. Give me Lee Hodges. You got it. No, I do, How about you? I do not. Honestly, you were proving my point when you said you can't really choose somebody this week. And that's what I was saying earlier of like a, a tournament, like the Honda, this is where a winner is going to come out of the seven K range because the stars Easily are going to align and you have so much, so many golfers down there. And as we've, as we've learned again, through the full swing, you know, vision, this fucking game is hard. It's really <laughs> hard. And these guys are chomping at the bit and nobody wants it any more than other. I love when people say like, Oh, you know, you really have to want it. They all want it. They're all just humans. So yeah. I think if you're going to, if you're going to do anything down to the seven K range, do, do one of two things, either, either trust experience. So if you do see somebody down there, who's a more, little more of a vet who is playing in form, 
go with that or just trust your research, trust your numbers. If you're going to be a number sure. cruncher, do it. Like for me, Ben Griffin ranks out Perfect. number two overall. He was the other guy is- I was back and forth with. We are in right. line tonight. His his oh look at that we're <laughs> ring the bell no but his his last performance was a miscut at, at Pebble I mean a three round miscut come on now yeah and so I would still play him although I don't know if I did but those that's my advice for seven k if you if you really don't have anything else to go on then lean on your numbers but if you can find somebody down there who's in good form form mm-hmm. is form is everything you know when it comes to this obviously John Rom's proven that. Uh, real fast, I'm going to uh, rapid fire off just a couple more names here in the 7K range because, like I said, I liked a lot. Uh, so if uh, if you're looking to – if you're up against the money and have to hit a certain point down here in the 7K range rounding out your lineup, uh, I like Hayden Buckley and I like Joseph Bramlett as well uh, in the 7K range. So I would give them looks if it falls right for you on the salary side of things. Do you have anyone in the 6K range this week that's worth no. uh, mentioning? No. no? No, so, and, and not not because I don't believe in it, because I do think that a winner is going to come either out of 7K or one of those like top six guys. I, I think, sure. you know, I, I don't I don't think eh, I'm going to shut up right now. I don't I don't have anybody in the six, 6K because I just didn't go that deep. Well, and you know, what? you don't have to go that deep this week with the way the pricing is where the only two guys over 10K, a bunch of 9K, actually not even a bunch of 9K guys. The majority of the, the players are in the 8K, 7K range. Uh, so you can definitely make want multiple lineups without even having to touch the 6k range uh if you find yourself um top loading your lineup though and you do find yourself looking down in the 6k range uh the one guy i would take a look at at 6700 is satoshi kodera 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 i butchered that i know that for sure that's all i know but (laughs) he's he's someone who uh finished t29 at uh, pebble uh t53 at farmer's uh, he did miss the cut here last year, but did finish T36 the year before that. But look, right now, uh, he's seventh in the field in ball striking, sixth in the field from um, approaches 175 to 200, seventh in the field in approaches, uh, and he is middle of the pack when it comes to putting in the par four. So that's a guy at that price, 6,700. If that means I'm going to be able to get you know three of the, the bigger names with a chance to win it at the top of my lineup, I'll take a shot that he makes the cut and, and ride that out. If you find yourself uh, deep diving down there, don't be afraid. You know what? I can't, I, I can't. Yeah. I was about to make, I was not going to make fun of you. I was like, who's he talking about? I thought you were talking about Kurt Kitayama for a second. Just oh, with no. the way you were going for the pronunciation. No, his name's like, too fun to say. Kitayama. Like, yeah. I was like, like oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> All right. So, re- what before, mo- be- so I was going to say, yeah. I want to hit one Go question on. on this before we get there. Cause it, it came in early. Once again, from Super Friends Sport Network, uh, he just wants to know. Oh, I already put that one up. Uh, he wants to know who we think is going to win the tournament this week. So, just a quick throw it out there: who would be your if you had to throw money on anyone to win this week? Who are you looking at? Matt Kuchar, for all the reasons I just <coughs> said. This thing, the stars, the stars align for a vet like that who is is seeing all these other things go on. We, you know, strokes gained home life is a real deal. And mm-hmm. when you're Matt Kuchar, you're a former US Am winner, you've won the players, you've been on the doorstep of majors, you're seeing all these other people. Maybe he maybe he got got a live off or maybe he didn't whatever, but he's got the game and he and when you're when you're top 10 at at, at Riv and you have won at that level before, that's where I say like look out for somebody like him. If you go back and look at the winners, even though this isn't a big tournament, everybody's a freaking name. Even going back to when Keith Mitchell is now a name. That's mm-hmm. another, you know, if he was here, I'd say Who look also out for him. looked good this week. 
Uh, listen, fear, fear the sweater that, that the, the yeah. sweater, the sweater visor combo. I'm, I'm telling you right now, coastal Carolina is well represented. And I think he actually might be somebody dangerous at a major, but I would say yeah. Matty Kuchar and I was tongue in cheek, Zach Johnson, Matty Kuchar's who I honestly think might come out on top this week. You know, I love that. I would love to see Matty Kuchar win. Uh, I'm going to throw my name on, uh, or my, I guess my card down. Not me. I'm not rooting for him other than I'm betting on him. I mean, <laughs> he still went to, he still went to Georgia tech nerd. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool. Um, no, I mean, I remember, I like I like Kucher, so if he wins, I'd be I'd be happy for him. I I, I'm gonna go with Adam Spence, and if I was gonna throw a bet on anybody, it would be Adam Spence. And I don't know what his odds are, but I bet you they're pretty, um, they're, they're pretty manageable odds to to make a little profit. And I think he has, he could definitely finish a top five, top ten, and with a chance to win this week. So Adam Svensson would do it for me. All right. Because I cut you off, where are you going? Let's let's get into the the knitting, the all the all the juicy stories that we've uh, been dying to talk about this week. Sounded like you were ready to to jump on one. We got well, we got an update on the live website. Hold on. Oh, there we go. Hey, the team's page is fixed. <laughs> they listened I, to I, your I, message. I say score one for the divots and pivots gang. Um, that's where I want to start. Actually, was live Perfect. as much as I like as much as I like to bust their chops. I beat them because I love them. The, and the beatings will continue until morale improves and they get shit like this correct because it's getting cleaner. They're getting a little bit better, better. I do think their stuff is tongue in cheek, but we go back to if you're new to the game or you're new to live at all, or you think like, oh, what is it? The Saudi back thing? Sure. Whatever. All right. If, if that is your level of, of wanting, if that's, that, if that's where you want to enter the conversation, then you, then you almost have to just kind of accept that there are people out there who don't see that or that's not part of their equation. And right now I really do just see this as professional golf. I don't discount. We're going to have, you know, we, we've, we had a writer from the New Yorker on Zach Helfan on who followed these guys around for six months. Cause we wanted to know that side of it. And he did say, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of icky back there, but the, the way the sausage is made isn't always pretty. So live being back, I think is good for golf on a certain level. I went through what we did this last year when live came around and we kind of counted names, just, you know, there's 54 yeah. guys out there, whatever it was at the time. And I was like, I think we know about like 12 of these guys, you know, it was almost like the opening scene from major league where they're going through and going, who are these fucking guys? I went, I do. I went and did that right before the show. Every single team, there's 12 teams, four guys on a team right now. So you got 48. Let's go. And they probably have some bench players, right? Like we got sure. Alec, we got Andy Ogletree, live alumni who just won for the second time over there in Asia. And yeah, he's proving that this he's, well, he's proving what he said. In some of his interviews is I didn't have anywhere else to play golf. Didn't have yep. status on PGA. Didn't have status on corn Ferry, And I could, you know, here's an opportunity to not have to Monday qualify through the rest of my life. And I took it and financial stability. So, and he's a success story. <clears throat> And, and I like seeing that again, even if he is part of the nerd squad, they've Georgia tech has so many guys who have won that USA amateur, uh, right, including this personal, bud, including a little guy <laughs> named Bobby Jones, but, um, the live, you know, these 48 guys, I knew like 37 of them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're granted, I'm a golf dork, a nerd sure. by, but they, but every single team had at least one kind of American or PGA centric name. Sure. And then another one that you could kind of claim has much more of a European centric or global appeal, you know, where you've got like, I think like Brooks Kepka and I want to say, or Paul kept uh, Paul Casey's on Bryson to or something like that, where you've got that pairing. And I get it. 
So where does it come in and where do we stand as a show? And I am speaking for the divots and pivots brand because we've been down this road before, which is we, sure have. We, we, we don't mind that there's another option for professional golf out there. Hell, we went out. We loved it. We wish they were coming back because it was a good time. Yeah. But what bugs me, and I got this confirmed over the weekend uh, by some by some buddies of mine who we went and we played for a couple hours at the simulator. And the, their take on live was. We're all gravy, but these guys who think that they're going to be just as popular, just as well-respected, you know, the shine that's created by the PGA Tour in this tradition and all that, that didn't come with you. You know, you were, no matter how good you were at playing Jean Valjean, when you decided to go and be the lead in a different play, the Les Mis stigma stayed over here on Broadway. Is that theatrical reference too deep for you? No, no, I got you. I'm there so, so yeah, Cam Cam Smith, uh, you know the the people who were kind of complaining about it. I don't, I don't fault Dustin Johnson, and I do think he had a mic drop moment in full swing when he just kind of laid it out there. <laughs> you know what? And we'll, and we'll we'll get there. But Dustin Johnson was someone that I expected coming out of full swing to be, um, to feel I guess distaste or like annoyance at with with how he handled live, and I came out feeling the complete opposite. Because I appreciated, like you just said, how just straight up honest he was about it, and that's all. That's all I care about. Just, the, he just was be, the, just be honest. He's the ying to Pat Perez's yang, you know. Pat but Perez but his, the, his his argument also his reasonings made sense too for his life I, for where he was in his career. It all made sense the way he said. I said, okay, you know what? And he came off genuine. Like it, it, that made sense to me. I was yeah. perfectly fine with Dustin Johnson in full swing. I, I mean, listen. I think I think Netflix <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, absolutely helped golf period. Yes. Uh, you know, whether, you know, they're going to piss people off. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. I think they did a really good job of not just kind of chronologically going through the year as a behind the scenes. They wanted to tell certain stories. They opened up with that frenemies episode with Jordan Spieth yep. and Justin Thomas. And throughout you saw those connections. You saw towards the end, the, the, the Mito Pereira and Joaquin Neiman relationship yeah. where they were like, well, yeah, of course we love one another, but yeah, I want to beat his brains in every day. Now, and now Mito's joined him up over at live too. He was one of the, the defectors from the past uh, week or two here too. So uh, defector. Well, you know what? I always said that because that's how, it, that's, that's how it's been being put in the media. So I just kind of uh, echoed that, but um, but yeah, I guess so. Shots fired. <laughs> hey, easy, man. I don't want to get taken off their email list. I kind of well, I I expect, I want a hat or something. That's all I want. I want so them to I say will, like, I will bud. say, I was a little surprised that Mito went, especially after seeing full, his full swing episode, because the impression I got from him and his wife jointly, one, it seems like they had a very, one, their, their like partnership as a team, as a couple I freaking loved. I didn't see like he, she supports him so damn much, and like is his his greatest like a, um ally and defender and like pusher of of just like what he can do on the course. But the way they talked about the PGA as well and the history and the and his future on the PGA, be, facing that level of talent all the time and uh, and cementing his legacy. That's why I was a little surprised when I then saw like a day later that he was uh, moving over to live. Cause it seemed like he was going to be one of those guys to me that was just locked in and, and committed to the PGA. Mido will be back on the PGA tour in the next seven years. All these guys will come back. 
They'll well, all, they'll yeah, all, seven they'll, years. I agree with not, that for sure. Not all. Well, I mean, he's, he's 26, 27, 28, somewhere like that. So yeah, he'll, he'll come back. Bryson. I think that's what Bryson meant where he, when he was like, I know it's going to work out. I don't think he meant like, well, I think he thought he meant immediately. Whiny <laughs> yeah, bitch. Well, they all did at first, <laughs> but, at the, but, but the more we're seeing this, I mean, God, I think the Tigers indoor league just signed another couple players. I mean, they're, they're just everybody. Want, I think Maddie Fitzpatrick's on board now. Like everybody yeah. wants a slice of whatever, what's next. And these guys just, there's, there's your bag. There's financial stability for me. You know, there's, there, you know, sure. for generations. I love that Brooks Kepka's like, sure. I'm going to take the slings and arrows. He was a little. Okay. I, are, we, are we ready I, to talk about Brooks Kepka? You we already your... talked about episode one, frenemies, and then we went to we <laughs> okay. went to like episode. We're 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 we're, we're off the. Well, then you talk you talk Brooks first because you already know I ha- I got some feelings on that situation that I don't want to take up all the time. So you hit me with your Brooks where you were going first. I don't think. Actually, no, that's not. I <laughs> I, I I absolutely see and can empathize with everything he was saying. Mm-hmm. I do think that he gets a stigma around him and uh, as being kind of a broski, you know, f- for whatever reasons, uh, <laughs> the bleach I mean, blonde hair didn't help, but well, yeah, that was not a good him, time for him. <laughs> I know you, I know your take, I know your take and you, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you kind of ch- want to chirp him for well, I don't, feeling don't, like feeling like he might be challenged and then running away from the challenge. No, no, okay. That's don't lead into my take. Cause that's not the, the route I'm going with it. Don't, don't, okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Hit me with yours first, and I'll explain where that'll make more sense in a minute. I, I all the scuttlebutt about maybe he's having buyer's remorse and wanting to come back. It, that might be him. That might not. Shit. That might be Hudson for all we know. Because you know mm. he's sitting there. He's sitting there laid up. Although four to six months, and you got the financial security of live. If that was, if those were those kind of numbers were getting thrown around, probably yeah. okay. Not and, sure what his sh- contract looks you know, like, but <laughs> but with Brooksy. I love him. I love him. I want him to come back. I don't yep. hate him for making the jump he did when he did for the reasons he did. Because what if he doesn't get healthy again? Mm-hmm. Then you don't have 20 years of memorial tournaments <clears throat> and you know maybe getting a win here and there and the endorsement deals. It can be scary. There's the money up front. It's guaranteed. It's stability. It's not just about playing for trophies. And I do get where... You know, Rory's in a position where he needs to. He 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 is in a position to be the the standard bear. Brooks wasn't in that position. No. You know, DJ wasn't in that position <clears throat> with the baggage that DJ came through. No matter how great he became, he's not going to be yeah. the next Arnie, the next Jack, the next Ty. Even Arnie wasn't the next Arnie. It was Jack, yeah. and then it was Tiger. And you know, now there's a there there is a long list of people waiting behind Rory because Rory is the standard bearer for the game. He's the one. He's the one holding that torch right now until Colin Morikawa comes along or Justin Thomas or Jordan Spieth, you know, those guys who are lined up. So I get where everybody's coming from because I, I can, I can, I can empathize with that. I just hope he does come back. And if he does that, he doesn't bleach his hair again. And I do think he'll be back. Why am I still muted? <laughs> the bleached hair was uh, was definitely not a good look. I also wish he come, hope he comes back at some point. Because um, look, I went into that one. So it was like a, I've been on a roller coaster ride when it comes to Brooke because when when he was on the tour and they had that whole thing Brooks v Bryson and it was like this uh, this kind of comedy you know frenemy situation whatever. I was teams team Brooks. Like I, I thought he was funny. I thought he was had the better digs. Like I, I was on teams Brooks. He left, and I was like, "Well, that sucks for PGA." 
you know, I wonder like what's he doing? Because we didn't hear too much about him. Full swing was the most I got to got a glimpse into his reasonings and his thought processes, not even just with with Liv, but over the past like two years. I have a lot of empathy and uh respect for Brooks after that. He's clearly did and may still be struggling with a lot of um self-doubt uh a lot of self-deprecation with with him uh with himself um he obviously was not in a great mental space when it comes to his confidence playing the game of golf which you have to have in order to to really challenge these guys which he admitted he was fully up front and wasn't afraid to to admit all these things about himself uh but he clearly wasn't in the headspace to a uh, headspace to really take charge of his game on the PGA tour so i get that i get the idea of going to live as a change um, as a, a way to maybe re- just reinvigorate his competitive nature, his confidence. I get it. I don't, I don't knock on it. He explained it. It worked. My issue when it comes to Brooks, I did say in my text to you that I think he ran away. Cause I do think he ran away. I think he ran away from the PGA cause he flat out That's admitted he, he can't compete. He, those are his words on me. His own words was that he can't compete with these guys right now. I think he ran away because he didn't think he could do it. In fairness, he did just want he did just see some you know Scheffler throw out another sixty three for like the fifth well, yeah. time in two weeks, and that, he was on a heater like we haven't seen. But your point's valid. But also, what I think what it was is a little bit of the 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 physical, which was feeding that doubt. My body's yes. breaking down. A one injury after he got he did get bit by the injury bug, and maybe yeah. Liv was mm-hmm. not the next chapter. Maybe in his mind, it was always just a rehab rehab. It's a a lucrative yes. <laughs> a lucrative rehab tour because he's got his exemptions into these into, into a lot of these majors and tournaments for the next five years or ten years or whatever it is. Um, he still has a handful of those left. And, and, you know, once you start feeling healthy, like he says, in full swing, all it takes is one moment, one swing thought. Uh, and somebody else said it recently, you know, it was Max Homa. You're, I'm, I'm, you're always one swing thought away from sure. turning it all around. And Brooks, he says that in full swing. Uh, that said, I, yeah, I get why. He, but if you're, if you're throwing, if you're throwing straight shade at him because he's wearing sunglasses and laying by his pool with his supermodel girlfriend slash wife now, like, Okay. So, so, and I don't even want to throw shade at him, but I'm glad you brought up the wife because I want to throw shade at everybody else in his life. Because if there's one thing I saw in, in his episode, whenever he had his friends, family, or his wife Sinners. around, Sinners. nobody, nobody act, seemed to legitimately give a shit about what he was going through. It, they all just seemed to be talking about, like, as a general, um, the way it was affecting kind of all of their own lives. And, and, I can see why maybe he's carrying all this pressure and having all this doubt because I think he might feel like he's got a lot of people to take care of and to please. Right. And I mean, these, like these guys are these, they're all CEOs or, you know, they're, yeah. they're all, they're all, they're all CEOs of Tony Finau Inc. Or, sure. you know, Colin Morikawa Inc. Uh, I loved, I loved seeing Colin Morikawa tell that designer just deadpan. <laughs> no, nah, it's not really me. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't that think too. that works. I, cause but, but, I would be the total opposite. But my big take on Brooks is this, that he may come back to the PGA, whatever he may stay on live for a lot, however many years, whatever. He's not going to w- ever win jack shit again unless he bleeds some of these people out of his life. It's just he's never going to shake the confidence issue if he doesn't have these people breathing down his neck. I don't I think I, I he's got to do something to get that back because we saw that he can do it. We saw that he can have that swagger, that confidence. Something got in his head. 
And a lot of people entered his life. And I, I think he's got to find the right people to have around him. And you know, I, that, okay. Sure. That I, <laughs> I, I, I do not condone the injuries endorse, are there too. Nor, the are there dis- too. nor disagree with your, your theory. Yeah. Just that I, I never, I never thought about that side of it because I was also thinking about like, what's one of the biggest tragedies in the history of football. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl, right? He got that. He got to that first one and everybody thought, don't worry, he'll be back. Laces yeah. out motherfucker. Brooks Kepka, the level of winning that he did, most mm-hmm. PGA Tour players are lucky to, you know, get their card for more than a year, you know, a handful of years, make a living doing this. That level, you're right. He'll probably he'll he, he, he'll probably never hit that again. Go on a run no. like that. Well, the fact that he hit it once was rare. But I do think that he's also the kind of player and champion that Augusta stays a reality as long as he can keep getting his exemptions and getting his invitations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, and again, I do see him coming back to the PGA tour eventually because mm-hmm. the dust is going to settle on this. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens when the, the CW numbers come in. Yeah. Uh, did you see that? It's true. But, but, and I don't blame him. You got to make the deals that you got to make, but it's streaming. It's only on the CW app on I Friday and then Saturday, Sunday, it'll be on CW proper, which I kind of am excited to see it on network TV. Like what we were saying, our boy Hardy was saying, to go, all right, give me CW. Yeah. No, no, I I, I did see that. I, I saw that it was going to be a kind of split broadcasting, which, look, to an extent, uh, that's not far off from the way the PGA does it now. During those Thursday, Fridays uh, rounds, you really only get them from like three to five on like an NBC or sometimes just the golf channel. So other than that, you are just streaming it on apps or whatever the tournament-specific website is. So it's not that much different from what we're getting with the PGA. Now I will be much more interested to see what the broadcast coverage looks like as because the app coverage, I don't know. You can do anything with that. Anybody can do anything with app coverage. I want to see what the broadcast TV coverage is. I want to see how they set it up uh, for from a viewing kind of structured standpoint with the leaderboard and, and all that. I want to see how they do commercials and how the, how the, the broadcast team does. That's what I'm curious to see is those Saturday, Sunday days at first. And we'll see, you know, if I how much of it I actually take it, but I will tune in to at least see a little bit of that. And that's the thing is it still is not it's still an unknown product and commodity outside of us little nerdy circles for now. They're trying to build their global footprint. They're trying to build the global game. Hence the Mido signing. Uh, is, yep. is it Mido or Mido? Oh, Mio, oh, Mio. I, I so feel I've always I called him Mito, but then you started off with um, we're calling him Mito today, so I was just kind of following that. <laughs> I think, <laughs> so it, I think not... it is. I think it is Mito. Um, it might be Mito, yeah. But that's why they have so, so many of those international international signings. And if you did watch Full Swing, you, you saw that that Chilean slash Latin American, you know, vibe that house, mm-hmm. that crew that traveled together, which looked and, like a fun time, by the way. That they was. Looked, I they think, looked like they had a lot of fun in that house with their wives, like girlfriends, whatever they all. Oh, we're all just hanging out. That's the house that I would want to be at for waste management. I think I would want yes. to stay with like Rory for <clears throat> uh, for a big tournament, yeah. uh, just because I, I am fascinated by that dude. But that's the crew that you hang around enough, and it's like, well, wait a minute. This is my universe. This is my network. They're going there. I can do the same work, make more money, probably have more fun. And as we saw with Ogletree. 
and Hudson and mm-hmm. you know Pat. Uh, what the hell is what, 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 why might shitbag McGee Patrick Reed? Oh yes, and yes. with all these guys and taking the advantage of these Asian tour events, eventually I think the world golf ranking points are going to come around. These you know it, it'll be what they'll say is send us anybody other than Greg Norman and we'll talk. Wolf and yeah, and um and they'll get they'll get they'll get whatever limited points that that they're due. I don't think that it's going to be a lot, but that's why you went. It's like, there's my world. And again, I'm 27. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, I think that's what all of them had to say too, is if I sign on the dotted line and this money comes into my bank account, like I get these checks, I know I'm locked mm-hmm. in and I never play another round of golf on the PGA tour. I could be financially stable for the rest of my life. If you know, you have certain adjustments, certain investments, sure. whatever it is, I am not a finance guy. But I could honestly see that like that. I mean, Brooks said it. I'm, I'm set. My kids are set. My grandkids yep. are set. My great grandkids are probably set. You know, as Beyonce said, my great, 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 great grandbaby's <laughs> already rich. So it's it's a real thing. And I think Full Swing kind of uncovered that. Joel Damon yes. might have been the single biggest winner. We that knew was... everybody. Well, see, here's the thing is everybody inside of golf knew Joel Damon. Yeah, we were, we, and, look, we talked, we brought his name up a ton last year, just from a fantasy standpoint. We did like, we obviously didn't know a bunch about his personal life, but from a fantasy standpoint, he's well, been he on the radar for at least a year now. Yeah. And I love seeing the respect that, that, uh, that he got after he left the room. You know what I mean? Obviously, I don't yeah. know if those guys would have said if the cameras weren't there, but no, I'm sure they would have, but they, they're just kind of like, yeah, he's got the shots. He's got the game. Yeah. And I love how they paralleled it with, with, um, yeah, who was on the episode? Was, was it more? Was, no, because it was Morikawa and Fee now. Yeah, then no, it was, it Joel, was uh, Joel Damon, Scotty, not Scotty Scheffler. No, Scheffler somebody... didn't really have a, his own episode. Like he, he was just like a, a tertiary character. Um... Oh my god, I can't remember who it was. I can't remember who it was. An, uh... It might not have been any singular person. It might have been spliced in with all those guys and just and shown. I can't remember off the top of my head. The fact that you have to have that dumb level of confidence, though, you have to have yeah. that kind of like I am one of the best in the world. And I do. I, I like what he said. Somebody's got to be the seventieth best golfer in the world. Why not me? It's a mm. fun life. But champions <laughs> don't settle like that. And as soon as yeah. he finished top ten in, the, in a major, it's like oh shit, like I. My best, and he even said, it. "Well, that's what he said. That my best can hang out here." Yeah, you know. So it was. I I love me some Joel Damon. Now all of a sudden he's popping up everywhere on more Travis yeah. Matthews ads. Went went around to golf with Joel Damon. He was you know, he definitely of- came out as the fan favorite of that entire uh, that entire series. Him and Tony Finau probably are going to get the most love from the fans uh, with the way they were portrayed. Uh, you know, obviously outside uh, JT, Rory, Speed, they were all portrayed. They came, yeah, but they great, came but in. they but they were yeah. already at that level with the fans. Uh, and Fina wasn't necessarily not that at that level with the fans, but Fina was still kind of on that that line of casual fans may not still know his name. Uh, and I think casual fans are going to know his name now if they watch Full Swing. I think he's going to be a, a name that people remember after that because he was definitely uh, relatable in, in, that, yeah, in his episode. It's a, it's a, it's the whole family thing. And yeah, you know, people talk about it was a different game. Jack Nicholas, you know, what if he wasn't such a good family man? What if, he, you know, cause he was, he was a good dad. He was a good husband. I mean, mm-hmm. that's part of his legacy. And you talk about tiger talk, obviously has his personal picadillos and he, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of that was, you know, people would blame or say it's because he was so laser focused and tiger would even say, and his kind of second wave tiger, you know, elder statesman version 
he's much more fun to be around in the locker room. You know, I love mm-hmm. that shot at the end of Rory sitting there and spoiler, he gets a text message from tiger, but he says, he's always the first one. He's the first one to text. Like yes. every time you, you know, before the final putt drops, he's pressing send. And it shows that they, they say that wasn't like that back in the day. And I love how even yeah. Tony Fee now said it in his episode. I, I tried to chat him up on the final round of the masters after about four or five holes. I said, you know, it's how the kids, he <laughs> says they're good. And then he just sped up his walk. And that's when I got the message like, oh shit. Yeah, it reminds okay. me. <laughs> well, it reminds me of in the Tiger documentary on HBO a couple of years ago, where one of the sports journalists was saying, you know, all these young bucks finally got, you know, their chance. And they were saying, I want to, I wish I, you know, oh, I could take Tiger and his prime. You know, I wish I would have had a shot at him. The fuck you do. Yeah. And that's, that, that's <clears throat> what it's like. Sahit Thigala might be the most tear jerking moment of all for me. I love Tony Finau. Oh, he was the always... he was the one with Joel Damon. It was him, the two of them for that episode. Thigala? I thought it was, wasn't it? No, nah, Thigala was at the end. Was he? Whatever, yeah. Okay, sorry. I, I derailed you there. Go on. Thigala, 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 Thigala was with Mito because they were talking oh, about that's the, rookie, right. the, the, the two, two international rookie, guys. The two rookie, yeah, the two rookies, international guys. Yeah, yeah. One again, <clears throat> one was Pereira, who was this, you know, Spaniard, been there, done that, super high expectations. And then yeah. you got Thigala, who was like, I'm just happy to be here, soaking it all in. He had just left his parents' house. <clears throat> but seeing yeah. seeing when hit when he hit the ball in the water. And uh, I think it was at the, it was like at the 3M or something like that. Yeah, you talking about his father's reaction? Oh, that my was God. like, like his father's God. reaction, like killed me because you just saw the support, you saw the love, and like you just love to see that, and then such a genuine natural, like natural form. His vulnerability, his vulnerability, <laughs> vulnerable ability, just, just vulnerability. Thank you. His vulnerability. Yeah, God. <laughs> that is what made me fall in love with him all over again. If you watched the yes. show before, you know that we we've always believed in his talent. We've picked him a bunch. Uh, I do think he's going to be a star. Yeah. But seeing him just flat out say like, "What's wrong with being upset when you're upset? What's wrong with being yeah. angry when you're angry? What's I wrong with that?" The, and, and I love know, that his father that, taught him that because that that's that's it it's paves the way for kind of what the idea of a man should be passed down right now from from the from current generations to next generations and even slightly past generations to current generations and so that leads us into the end of the show both figuratively and literally we talk <laughs> about that rory episode where you know he loses to the live champion cameron you know in the yeah. mullet uh, and then I love that you chirped the mullet and you didn't even know that Paulina Gretzky was right behind you. I, I go back, go back to the, go back to the live Boston. We've, episode talk, we've talked about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll never let you forget it. I she know. was stunning and she was very kind. I know. Uh, but you, you look at Rory and you look at the position he's in this elder statesman, the kind of weight on his shoulders and leaving wasn't an option for him. You know, it's an option for Brooks Koepka. Yeah. It's an option for Cam Smith. It's an option for these guys. And I'm not saying that anybody wouldn't, you know, choose it or whatnot, or Rory said something in there that I think was super, super poignant. And especially in this age of awareness and self-recognition and grace. And he said, I, the players only meeting, he was like, guys, we're the only professional athletes in the world who get to determine on our own schedule where we play and when we play. And he he said that was kind of a little bit. And I think that was a little bit of like, even though we have points, mm-hmm. we have to make concessions because this is this is a responsibility we carry. So it was the I've complete always... anti idea to Phil pushing the whole leverage 
narrative. It was the complete anti-story to that, and I loved it. Yeah, and I love that he said "fuck you, Phil," and he's like, "Oh, I hope that's that makes right." It he did. He's that like, "Leave that, hope leave that in." Not, and, and they're like, "Yeah, guys, that's gonna oh, make it for yeah. sure." <laughs> he's got a point. I mean, all yeah. these guys have points, and the reason nobody's touching DJ, and the reason the reason that Jordan Spieth's out there saying we miss him, we love him, like he yeah. was such a, he's such a good dude, we love him, is because he didn't do it the wrong way. Yeah, you know, they all have their reasons, and you know, you can have your reasons. <laughs> But it, you know, how you go about your business, you know, says a lot about who you are. So I, I, I truly enjoyed how they kind of put that story together. I think if it's if you're not a golf person, still go watch it. If you are a golf person, definitely go watch it. If you were skeptical yeah. about it, um, it'll it'll teach you a little bit something about the game and about life. And I think they really scored a big hit. I'm not I, I'm not endorsed by Netflix. Trust me, if I was, I probably would be sitting here right now. Jokes. <laughs> Jokes will take all incoming endorsements, but <laughs> from our house to yours, enjoy week one on the live tour. Enjoy week, whatever at the Honda classic, the, the mm. PGA tour is riding high right now. I would love nothing more than like a three-way playoff of, of like uh, two rookies and Matt Kuchar, right? Like something like that. That'd That's what TV. I'm hoping for. That would be great TV. Uh, but in the end, you know, whatever you bet bet responsibly. Yes. But um, stick around for hour two of tea time. It's good stuff here on Fantasy Sports Corp. I feel at home. Back to you in the studio, Andrew. Coming up right after us here. uh, They're coming on at 930. It's Plus Money Golf. If you're a bit more into uh, placing bets with your sports books and and talking about who's going to finish top five, top ten, who's going to win, who's going to beat who to who in a head-to-head or all that Wicked smart. Those are the guys to get in there, listen to them, get their picks, get their advice. Uh, they'll, they won't steer you wrong every week. Uh, you can join the uh, kind of the, the double hour of, uh, of, as we're calling it, tea time here on Fantasy Sports Corporation, starting with us 8 o'clock every Tuesday over here. And as always, head over to Piper.golf. Uh, they got they got golf balls. They got golf accessories. Uh, and then Malabros.com as well for all your uh, golf apparel. And, of course, the uh, second ball All-American T-shirts uh, here by Divots and Pivots. Uh, thank you to Mala Bros for those as well. Get on there. Get on both of those sites. And at checkout, use the discount code DIVPIV. That's D-I-V-P-I-V. And you'll get a 10% discount on your order of anything on their website. As always, huge thank you to Fantasy National Golf Club for all the stats that allow us to make our picks. Huge shout out to Belly Up Sports, Belly Up Media as well for uh, giving us a home, uh, giving us support and uh Hell, we got two fantastic production kind of sources on our backs now, so uh, we're ready to rise to the stars and bring it to you every week. What I say earlier, bring the bang. Is that what I said? What? We're gonna, we are going to bring the bang and rise <laughs> to the stars. We're gonna, okay, we're going to bring the bang. We're going to rise to the stars. We will see you next week here, Tuesday, 8 o'clock on Fantasy Sports Corp. Have a great night, everyone, and enjoy the Honda.